in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host and fellow Viking, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're reviewing the epic historical action drama film, The Northman. This was directed by Robert Eggers with a screenplay by Eggers and Sion. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I may not be. It's kind of hard to pronounce. S-J-O-N, who is a uh, poet and writer uh, from Iceland. So this film, based on the legend of Amleth, is a Viking epic revenge story. And Robert Eggers, he's come out in the limelight the last few years as a really great up-and-coming director, uh, especially with notable works The Witch and The Lighthouse. So Taylor... Give us a brief synopsis of The Northman. We're not doing spoilers today. I want you guys to really go out and experience this, but give us a brief synopsis, and then we'll get to our review. Absolutely. So we um, the, Vi- the Northman in question is uh, played by Alexander Skorsgård, and he is tells the story of Amleth, which uh, he is a young prince um, uh, destined to become king, a Viking king um, in his kingdom under his father. His father is uh, brutally murdered in front of him by his uncle, who wishes to take you know the throne, and he um, escapes, uh, vowing to not only avenge his father uh, but save his mother and um, take revenge against his father. Uh, oh, sorry, his uh, father's killer, his uncle. And so this is kind of the whole quest as he becomes a man and has to go to become the this Viking warrior and to take his you know revenge interwoven with a lot of Norse mythology and a lot of ideas of, you know, fate, destiny, and a little bit of, you know, mysticism in the, in the plot. But um, that's basically the overall sum plot, um, which is interesting. You talk about the, the legend of Amleth, uh, which is almost Hamlet in anagram, uh, which is kind of funny. Uh, and so we kind of talked about how this is an inspiration from Hamlet and like Lion King and kind of that, that kind of revenge story. Literally, as I was watching this, a uh, uh, fellow potential podcast, uh, uh, occasional guest and uh, definitely follower, Tim, who does our Star Wars episode. Stay tuned. He'll be coming up soon. Uh, I turned to him as we were watching. I was like, this feels like Hamlet. This feels like Lion King. Uh, so it's interesting to think that if this was something that, uh, you know, this legend uh, inspired Shakespeare to write that story, because uh, that's very much what it feels like. You know, the, the young prince watching his father's death before his eyes from his uncle escaping everyone thinking he's dead eventually coming back and trying to rise to the ranks to you know get his vengeance um there's a little bit of gladiator in there as well for this it felt like gladiator meets braveheart um but one thing i was kind of surprised about this film i I should say surprised but uh i guess not like a hundred percent because this is robert eggers take on this is there is this element of fantasy and horror in this that it's not a completely like 100 percent historical film there's moments in this film where you're like is that real is that not real is this all in his head and it actually comes off more like 
almost like a fable or something where like we're kind of like know, in the style of like beowulf and in all those yeah yeah 100%. we're like we're still seeing a very i think gritty take very authentic for especially this time period where vikings were brutal uh especially those that were trying to get goods from people take women pillage uh the way that thrones were just, you know how people got to be the king and stuff there's a lot of stuff that's like not the best in this time period and i think eggers really explored a lot of the brutality of this under this lens of this very shakespearean you know drama of this family drama of, of this this prince who grows up to be a beast of a man and almost at times has lost his humanity because of how much he gives in to what he's been doing for several years and is kind of having to be reminded that uh, very much like, you know, I was seeing the Lion King, remember who you are. Yeah, you are the prince who is destined to take this, this kingdom. So this movie was just awesome. Like I think Robert Eggers, like I said, he's, he's got a great take on horror. That's kind of been his main thing. This has elements of horror in it, but for him taking more of a historical action, uh, especially for this time period, I would love to see more from what he would do with other stories, because although there's horror in this, he just has this lens for, you know, a lot of this looks like it's shot in uh, real light. You know, it doesn't look, it's, you know, it's, it's not, these aren't studios. This looks like they were out and about somewhere, you know, filming. Yeah, literally all this and figuratively in, in the thick of it, in the muck. You yeah. Know? Cause it looks like, you know, they, they filmed this in Ireland and it looks awesome. It looks so authentic uh, and it's brutal. Like I was just like, this is, <laughs> and of course it's funny cause you and I have been playing hours and hours the last few months of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and this felt like so much of that. It took us back to it, kind of giving, uh, not a spoiler in this, but a spoiler to Valhalla. There's, you know, the elements I like because there's moments of the psychotropic things with like, um, not to spoil anything, but the psychotropic properties of certain plants and things like that, which is very reminiscent um, of that. There's a lot of great ties into what the game did and then this kind of story did about fate and destiny that you know that there's this kind of like this tree uh this you know where they kind of really deep in not a super deep dive but enough that you know talking about Norse mythology with odin and the tree of life which or the tree of destiny where you know your fate is kind of sealed like there there's different paths that you can take but you really much you there's that idea of that whatever you know, destiny is called upon you, you cannot escape your fate. And I really like that where they really, you know, dove into that. And I'm, you know, and going into this, uh, what a, what a cast. I was just really, everyone was top notch in this from, you know, and I was really surprised about some, some of these actors who weren't in the, a huge bit. You know, we've got, um, of course, Alexander Skorsgaard, who he is a Viking of a man. I mean, he's just like, this was his kind of like, Really, like he, I think he wanted it, but he got in super beast mode. You thought True Blood and Tarzan? No, man, he is like jacked in this, this film. This is and, beast mode. And there's uh, some great moments, especially some of the some of the fighting scenes where, like, it's in the trailer, so not a spoiler. At one point, like a spear swing on him, it's like um he grabs it midair and then throws it back at the guy. It was like you know he Ace Ventura could have taken lessons from him, uh you know. But uh yeah, that and then you know a shout out to. Um, again, we, you know, certain actors that don't have like, a, you know, um, you know, I was amazed at, you know, their performances and even some of them are very short moments in this, you know, Ethan Hawke, I really loved like, you know, as he plays the father who, 
is, is brutally murdered and betrayed. And uh, Willem Dafoe, who's, uh, you know, I think he's a, we got a gold mine here, Eggers, man. He like, you know, put Willem Dafoe in it. It's going to be, it's going to be a good moment for him. Well, Eggers definitely is someone that he uses uh, cast members he really likes. So obviously Willem Dafoe uh, from The Lighthouse and then Anya Taylor-Joy, who is fantastic in this as Olga, this uh, Slavic sorceress who helps, uh, who helps Amleth on his quest and they start having romance. Um, her and two other actresses, um, or her, um, the actress that plays kind of like the keeper of the peasants at the farm. And then at the one scene, very near the end, there is a boat uh, a scene. I won't give away the plot details, but the captain of that, both of those actors were in The Witch with Anya Taylor-Joy. So obviously Eggers likes to reuse actors, but a, a great shout out to, yeah, Willem Dafoe, he kind of plays this fool of, of, of the like character. Like a gesture, but he's like he's not in the movie much, but he has a very uh, interesting scene in the very beginning that really does set the the standard and the tone for us the film. But yeah, I mean we have Klaus Bang here who plays the brother who I got to see fairly recently. I think it was right when the pandemic started. Uh, Netflix released a three part Dracula series, and he played Dracula, and I was like, who is this guy? He's awesome. And he's probably been in other movies, you know, he's someone I think he's now kind of hitting his uh, heyday of getting good roles, but he was fantastic as the brother. And I thought even then they, they took an interesting angle with the brother when, when Alexander Skarsgård's character is older, this, this film, you could almost look at the trailers and think, oh, is this going to be Braveheart level where it's going to be several armies? It's not, it's really like a smaller scale story of revenge. It doesn't make it any less difficult, but Really, when when Alexander Skarsgård's character gets older, his uncle has kind of like taken over this like farming area. It's not like a huge kingdom. So I thought that was like an interesting angle that it's kind of very in your face and small scale. But that makes it so much more fun with the sabotage and the way that Amleth starts to take his revenge. And then you got to give a shout out to the one and only Nicole Kimmon, who uh, plays the mother. And there's a really interesting arc in this film that I wasn't expecting with that character. And it's just like yeah, a fantastic cast. And of course, beyond that, we have, you know, a ton of these Nordic or Slavic, you know, or Irish, you know, actors playing a lot of these Viking roles. I mean, we even have a little cameo from the one and only the guy who played the mountain uh, in Game of Thrones and even Bjork, the very interesting artistic singer uh, plays uh, the seeress in one scene where she's kind of this creepy uh, seer and there's a couple other like actors like that you might recognize from things that have been similar but i mean from the cinematography the music the way this was told the brutality the action and the acting this is just it was a fun ride for me i think robert eggers has a very promising career ahead and i can't wait to see what he wants to do next i know for a while now he's been trying and trying to get a new take of nosferatu up with Ani Taylor-Joy, and we've heard rumors of Willem Dafoe to play the vampire, but apparently it's been really hard for him to get going, so I don't know if that's actually going to come out, but whatever he does next is going to be amazing, and this, to me, definitely will have Oscar potential for just as a film and with the writing and everything, and for me, I'm going to go 9 out of 10 with this. It just was epic. It was awesome. Um, I think the only thing for me was... I do think it was, it did feel a little long. Um, there was a part 
kind of in the second hour that I felt like that's where the ending was going to be. Um, but they kind of tell you what the ending scene is going to be earlier in the movie. You're like, oh, that's where the big final fight's going to be. And I wish like maybe 20 minutes have been cut out a little bit. There's all things that kind of, but otherwise I really enjoyed the ride. So for me, nine out of 10 for the Northman. I'm going to agree on the same reason for that. Like I said, just, you know, a little bit of length issues. I think it could have cut it down a bit, but for the cinematography, the casting, the sound, you know, everything just really wonderful. I mean, I left wanting more, like I would love to see more of this, you know, style of, you know, Viking kind of film. And, um, uh, definitely glad I got to see this. You don't want to miss this. You want to see this in the biggest screen possible because it was epic. So hope you uh, all enjoy and check out this film, The Northman, which is now in theaters. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.